When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We have a big episode of Stupidity because the biggest soccer game in the world is coming up. So we're going to bring in the God Bless football crew. Uh, we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer when you sign up. That's code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Billy, we're going to bring in uh, Greg Cody, Chris Cody, Mikey A., the God Bless Football crew for mm. the biggest soccer game in the history of soccer, huh? I'm excited about this game. Are you? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited yeah. about this game. Okay, yeah. this is their moment, right? This is the moment they've been waiting eight years for, correct? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, this is it. Yeah. This is the yeah. moment that everyone's been waiting for for eight years. Yep. Listen, I am well aware that the women's team has had great success in the World Cup. They're the best team ever, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's fantastic. And I love it. I love that team. I am tired of hearing about men's soccer and how it's growing in the United States of America. You want to know what? Sometimes you got to prove it to me. And the way you'll prove it to me is by beating Iran. And not mm-hmm. just beating them. Beating them in a must-win game, win-or-go-home game, and beating them and beating them good. You know what I'm mm. saying? But I don't want a one nothing game. I don't want 2-1. I want 4 to nothing. That's what we should be doing because we're the United States of America. How about that? That's right. Sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you agree. Let's get to Greg, Chris, Mikey A., myself, Billy, and we'll break down the game for you, I think. Stu Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. I have been enjoying ice-cold Miller Lights for as long as I can remember. In fact, I enjoyed some over the weekend. As the Knicks beat the Sixers in advance of the second round, me and my friends, we sat around, we celebrated. With ice-cold Miller Lights, what did we do? We made fun of Joel Embiid. Oh, I love it, the Knicks. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Greg, Messi, is he coming or what? <laughs> I've been asking that question for the last three years. Yeah. Um, looking more and more like it. I think we can say that, right? Why'd things heat up this weekend? 
people in rooms together. Mm. <laughs> the Sunday Times uh, of London had a report that was as definitive and unequivocal as we've seen from from major media saying that it was going to happen that when the European seasons end next summer, he's going to leave PSG. Uh, his contract is up and he's going to come to Miami. Um, the big surprise there to me is that some people thought he would go back to Barcelona for a swan song season and then, you know, sort of retire to MLS. But as of right now, looks mm. like Miami. Then again, there have already been reports, oh, nothing is signed and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, even Miami says that uh, nothing is signed, but we are in an advanced stage, quote unquote, of negotiations. So. Hmm. That's my dad's official statement, but as season ticket holders, we are very excited about. Oh this. yes, oh, what, yeah, it, what it would mean for our tickets, yeah, and selling and. Oh, for sure. I have a, <laughs> a, a column on this uh, that posted online a couple of hours ago, and basically, I devote some of the column to that. Like, if you have Inter Miami season tickets, you you just hit the lottery because it's going to be a buyer's market, and uh, and you have the gold. What? Uh, how many seasons are you guys locked up for? One. Why? I just locked in two seats for this season, like literally a week and a half ago. Really? Why? The guy, the guy was just, the sales guy was, he was like, it was so funny. The inner Miami salespeople, they couldn't say it, but they were saying it. They're like, hey, just so you know, if if something happens and we sign a big name, these these prices are all going to go up. So you might want to get it now. Hmm. And he that's got the me. Play. And I yep, did. That's the play. How many games are there? Like six or seven, right? No, it's 30. 30? 30? 34 game season. Well, so oh yeah, so half home, so like seventeen. Seventeen home games. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what the growing rate is right now. If I were to buy some. seventeen home games. Yes, sir. Get about uh, half a goal a game. Well, we're talking about uh, seems buy, worth it. We're talking about buying season tickets for Inter Miami Stugats just to just to sell them if uh, Messi comes. Ah, classic LeBron, Bosch, and Wade—the big three move. I love yeah. that. We uh, yeah. like me and my dad have two have two season tickets, and we've already said if he comes, we're not going to the first game. We're going to profit off that first game. Yeah, wow. well done. No, that yeah. first, that first game is going to play for the other sixteen. Yeah. Chris, that's exactly Chris. right. There is still a lot to learn, my friend. What you do is you sell those tickets, and then you or your dad, you call, you get a couple of media credentials. How about that? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always here for you. I have a feeling those media credentials are going to be uh, a little tough to get as well. Yeah, but you're I, Greg fucking Cody. Uh, that's yeah. who you are. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I like my chances, but I, I think they're also going to have the attitude. If you haven't covered any, any of our games in the past three years, the bandwagon shut for you. And that's oh, when my please. dad says, how offensive is that? I covered the first game in Inter-Miami history. Exactly <laughs> right. And what you say, right. Where was that game played, Greg? Where was that? It was uh, It was right Lockhart? where it is now. Yep. Uh, the same place. Okay. Yep. Right. That's what you say. Listen. And by the way. Yeah. Go ahead. By the way, I was just going to say, if this messy thing happens, uh, where they're playing right now is comically small. And what they're building near the Miami airport is going to be much too small. Um, right. You know, Messi. What he was saying today that like for his first game, they might move it to Hard Rock Stadium. Like I would if, think like, they would, which would stink for our tickets. I mean, I assume they would give us. This is tickets. outrageous. I mean, they have to give us the equivalent, right? We're behind the, we're, we're like second row behind the home bench, right? Yeah. Would it, would that sell out? Yeah, it would. I think a messy first game with dinner would, would do really well. I don't know about sell out, but yeah. Greg, the reason you out. tell them, the reason you tell them that, you know, you haven't covered any of the games is because you're such a, you're such an ardent supporter yeah. that you purchase season tickets. Oh, well, <laughs> what happened to game one? I gave those to my son. You know? There you go. Uh, yeah. I, I like it. that play. Yeah, I like that play. I'll keep that. By the mind. way, he needs media credentials too. <laughs> Chris will figure out a way in. Okay. I'm not worried about it. I mean, <clears throat> I'm watching this Portugal Uruguay game. Uh, Billy, what are you upset about before I get to Portugal or Uruguay? No, I was looking at season tickets. I saw there's one that's like six grand a seat, and it's like paying 12 grand for two seats. You're not going to make that back. No, I, I like that. I like hearing those numbers, though. Well, where are you sitting? What's your section? Your section, I gotta look it up. We're 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 not directly behind the Inter Miami bench, but like one section to the left, second row. Like we have good seats. I'm telling you, when I had those heat tickets, Bill, 
I mean, a Tuesday, every game felt like game seven and sold like game seven of the NBA yes. finals that first Correct. year. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Greg? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. The The parking place in, in um, over at Bayside, the parking was like 50 bucks. I mean, it was ridiculous the way was, they jacked everything yeah. up. So I had section like 118 and I was selling those things. They were expensive, but I was selling them for like three, four times the amount. <laughs> like it was crazy. Man. Right. Mm. Yeah, somebody yeah. will somebody with money will spend five thousand dollars to buy the inaugural Messi in Miami. Ticket. Hello for your seats. <laughs> I be, yes, I believe it. I do. It's it's a seller's market. We can name the price within reason. Obviously, you could name your price. I think the Heat's first home game was against the Orlando Magic, and I'm telling you, I could have sold those things for ten thousand a pop. I ended up. It was oh, yeah. the only game I went to, <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> and that was Orlando. And I regret it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can say you went. That's the best of both worlds. You sell yeah. your ticket and then you say you were there. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, as I was saying, per, uh, Portugal is playing Uruguay as we uh, record this. Uruguay, of course, won the first two World Cups, um, according to Greg. Um, they won the first and the fourth, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Memory <laughs> serves me correct. But I was told a little tip, okay? Uh, to take the first half under, which I would have done anyway. Uh, but it's uh, it's looking good right now because it's, of course, 0-0, zero, zero. <laughs> like every fucking soccer game. So. <laughs> what was the over-under? Was it zero? <laughs> like a half goal, I think. Oh, well, you got to punch the under on that one. Yeah. Half goal. This Ronaldo Billy, guy. Billy, if, you were asking, if you're wondering specifically, we're 104, row two. 104 row two okay i was looking I'm, I'm still on this website i don't know why by the way you have a 19 game season it's a 19 game plan well i think two of them are like preseason scrimmage like yeah like technically yeah. 19 but 17 good ones 17 mls matches plus two additional home matches do you have yeah. you have the full plan yeah wow so you have access to discounted season <laughs> parking full access to mls streaming services on apple tv app <laughs> Uh, 10%. What are you working their ticket office? I'm on their I'm on their website right now. <laughs> there was like certain there's a certain ticket level where drinks and food are included, but I we did not do that because it was mm. like triple the price. Ah, uh, 103. Yeah, you're you're slightly off to the side. I'm looking in section 132 right now, and right, we're kind of towards one end of the goal, but we are yeah. semi near their bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so you get in second row. You'll I make some I, money. Yeah, dude. At least that first game. Like, I do think I agree with my. I mean, I think they'll settle down once he's been here a little bit. But I think that first game, like, I I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what those prices look like hmm. if they get him. Nah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. You got to get them. <laughs> if not, we're gonna have some good father son time. Yeah. There you there go. You go. There I like that. It is. There right. you go. Would you rather like? Would the tickets be more expensive if they got Ronaldo or Messi? Which which oh, Messi? Very similar, Messi? but probably a little bigger for Messi. Mm. And when you get both, <laughs> oh, forget it. I'm buying season tickets. <laughs> yeah, that um, the uh, Inter Miami doesn't have much interest in Ronaldo. Why? My little uh, my little birdies tell me. Hmm. Look um, at you. Well, Look at you. You know he. I don't want to. I don't want to liken him to the Kyrie Irving of international soccer, but he isn't exactly the kind of guy who's going to make a harmonious clubhouse, as he's proven at Manchester United. He's also I love how too, you have Messi being this real team guy, this big kumbaya guy. Relatively speaking, mm. Messi is also two years younger, two years closer to his prime than Ronaldo, which is a big difference. If you know, Messi turned them down and went somewhere else, they would turn their attention to Ronaldo. They don't want Ronaldo right now because they have a chance at Messi. <laughs> well, there, there's other guys they they have their eye on. You know, they're they're looking at uh, Sergio Busquet from uh, Barcelona and Luis Suarez and some others. I mean, they they have irons in the fire besides Messi. But clearly, if if, if we're arguing Messi or Ronaldo, I don't think there's a sane argument there. You got. You How got does Ronaldo feel about Jews? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I haven't asked him. <laughs> let me text Dad, him. You, Here, let me compare, text him real quick. Dad, you compared him to Kyrie. So. Yeah. <laughs> I just mean in terms of the, the controversy, not the specifics of it. Oh, right. Hmm. Got it. The real question is, going into this U- U.S. game, going is are, is Iran going to park the bus again in game t- in game? Well, three? let me just say this, Chris. When you compared the Iranian defense to the '85 Bears, I laughed at you. 
Yeah. yeah. But after watching them, you are right. They are the monsters of the Middle East. I mean, <laughs> the second game, they looked a lot more like they the gave up six goals the first game. Yeah, the first uh, game. Yeah, We're going to yeah, talk yeah. about that game. The right. second game, though. They parked the, the bus. Game. Yeah. yeah. And so wait, this, so how does. Go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, and in this game with the U.S., a draw benefits Iran and not the U.S. So you could make the argument like a, z- a nil-nil game is good for Iran, bad for U.S. So yeah. they could park the bus this game. Just like All right, so Chris, just give, give me and the audience, really me, an idea of where this group is at, just in mm-hmm. terms of points, who's in first, whatever. Because you're right, we're headed in to the biggest soccer game in men's United States soccer history. This is it. We've been waiting eight years for this. And the reason we've been waiting eight years is we weren't good enough to make it to the last World Cup. So um, tell us where we're at with this group. I mean, it's a it's a tight group. I mean, everybody, I think technically Wales could get in if they beat England by some ridiculous. Basically, Wales is out. Wales would have to. Wales win, has like, a point, right? They would have to beat. England, the way England beat Iran in that first game, like that's what like and that's just not going to happen. So we can just eliminate Wales and it just basically comes down to Iran and U.S. for that second spot. I mean, if the U.S. wins and England draws with Wales, the winner of Iran, U.S. could technically win the group. But look, all we're looking to we're going to assume England beats Wales. They're the number one in the group. And then it's just this game for all the marbles for that second spot of advancing. A draw is now good for the U.S. The U.S. Mm. drew their first two games. You can't expect to get out of a World Cup group stage without winning a single game. So this is just one of those games. They've played two. They drew them both. Decent results. You got to win a game. You got to go out there, roll the ball out there, and go win a game. Mm. My complaint, uh, my only complaint about the uh, three-game group stage format is that you get a situation like this occasionally where Iran is playing for a scoreless draw. What do they you mean? Having... Why, why, why is that not fair, though? They already won a game against Wales. If it makes well, sense. Well, hold on. Can I can I interrupt for a second? Because when does the uh, the, the game against uh, with England against Wales? When does that same occur? Time. That's the way they do this in these so, third wow, games. Oh wow, that's tricky. It's going to start yeah. right at the same time. So mm, they right. do that, and it's going to be you're going to be watching two games. And but but if if the U.S. wins, they need no help. No, right. Okay, but Greg, are you telling me there's zero chance? Because you guys, we were all talking about Wales and what a decent team they are headed into the World Cup. Are you telling me that England has that Wales has no shot at beating England? Zero. I, I think they would have to win by a, a goal differential that's not realistic. Hmm. You know, they're not mathematically eliminated, but virtually they're eliminated, and virtually England is through. It, it's basically winner take all between the United States and Iran, and because Iran. Uh, benefits from a scoreless draw, they're not only going to have all of their players back on defense, all 85 million people living in Iran are going to be standing <laughs> right in front of their goal to prevent yeah. the United mm. States from scoring. Um, right. in, in all seriousness, Sitting on the bus. Yeah, that's right. The only advantage to that kind of a strategy by Iran is that it greatly increases the chance of uh, giving up a penalty kick. I mean, mm. if you have that many defenders back, against a team that's desperate to score, the chances of, of drawing a penalty are going to increase. So that could be our hope. That could be the U.S. hope is winning 1-0 on a penalty. They'll be flopping everywhere on that field, right? I mean, yeah. they have to be. I yeah. think if the U.S. brings the same kind of attack that they did to England, they're going to break through. They had like six or seven good chances, I feel like, against England. If they if they look like that, if we play the way we did against England, we should be fine. But it's just so scary in a sport like we've made fun of that sometimes just goes months without scoring. Right. The U.S. has to score. Like, obviously, this is a clear... Just this just feels better being an Iran fan going into it. Yeah, the U.S. It's, should have beaten I, Wales. Yeah. They should right. have beaten Wales, and they held their own with England, one of the superpowers. So mm-hmm. I think the U.S. has proved itself in a way. But you're right. If you don't win one match out of three, you do not deserve to go forward. Hmm. Um, agreed. Hold on, I'm just checking out Uruguay and Portugal. Someone almost <laughs> scored, and by almost scored, they got within 20 feet of the cage. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> makes me nervous. I mean, Why are you Greg, nervous wait, about this? It is going to be because well, I bet on it. Did you? I'm, I'm assuming, Stu, guys, when we talked it out last time, you did not take a U.S. player to to get a hat trick in any game, correct? I did not take that. No, okay, good. I did. Yeah. But I might take it in this game because Don't this is the that. biggest game. Pulisic, that guy, right? 
Uh, put one in the back of the net already. I'm tired of hearing how good he is. Do something. I mean, his corner. If if we're being critical, if I can be critical of Pulisic, the corner kicks have not looked good. He that for some reason no. we put him, we he takes our corner. I don't know for some reason he's good with the ball, but he's been taking our corner kicks and they they just all seem low. They don't get high enough. Like yes, I, I need to see better corner kicks from Pulisic. If I'm right, being his, his his corner kicks are not lending themselves to headers and off a corner kick. The header is the surest way to score a goal because mm. goalkeepers uh, find a header harder to defend than a foot kick. The mm. thing that I'm worried about with this team is if they go down one nil in this game early because there's still going to be time to do it. But it's a young group. I know that a lot of them play in big leagues, so they're kind of used to the pressure. But I just feel like not this kind weight, of pressure. The weight of a nation of the world. Yes. Like right. I just feel I, like. I'm terrified of an early goal for Iran because I, I think, think you pull the goalie if that happens, right? Yeah. I was thinking, I mean. I, I've been I've been actually wondering that too. If they're not going to be aggressive, you got to pull the goalie, right? And then you get an extra person there to attack. They're not going yeah. for a goal. What's the point of having a goalie out there? What about the old bicycle kick, huh? We're, we haven't talked about that. You guys are talking about headers. What about a good bicycle kick to score a goal? There was yeah. a couple. I think I think for Charleston in Brazil in their first match had a nice bicycle kick goal. Mm. I would like to question Greg on how he knows that goalies would prefer a, a regular kick over a header. Like like he played goalie in a World Cup or something. I mean No, but but I've I've, I've played goalie on a on a smaller level, like a yeah. college club team level, and, and my <laughs> my goalkeeper instructor was actually a guy who had played in like the England sec English second division, a guy named Regis Pitter Patter. Uh, no, and that, um, that's not his name. Well, Regis no, his name Pitter was Regis Patter, yeah. and almost <laughs> inevitably his nickname was Pitter. Yeah, but Coach at any Patter. rate, he he told me that, and I've read Get it. Get him on the pod, I mean, and it makes uh, it makes all the sense in the world because you can read a shot off a foot. You can read the where you more think it's going to go. Like a foot, a, a player needs to like load right. up, and you see it coming. Whereas a header, I see, more right. like. A header's like right. a frog. It like it's you know it jumps yes. exactly haphazardly. Right. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> exactly yes. even, right. even the even the guy making the header doesn't always know exactly where it's going to go. Mm -hmm. Whereas the guy making a foot shot has a pretty damn good idea where he wants it to go. Mm. Billy, can you uh, put that on the poll? Is a header like a frog? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Greg, how do you feel about something I brought up on the show on Monday? Okay, because everyone's talking about, it, and Chris just mentioned it that USA played England, and for the most part, everyone feels like they dominated England, but it's a zero-zero tie. So, and I understand, it's like, it feels like a moral victory. It also, it's a nice way of saying the USA choked, right? Because if they severely outplayed England, they should have won the game. But Billy and I, I think Billy liked this idea. I think Whittingham even liked this idea. So you have a draw, right? And you have judges, and those judges in the group stage they determine it's like boxing, Greg. Okay. Yeah. Zero, zero, no PKs, no overtime, nothing. You go to the judges and they, they let you know who dominated the game and that team gets two points. The other team just gets a point. How about that? Uh, interesting. Uh, so, so they're they're holding up numbers like Olympic uh, gymnastics scoring, or no? They could. They could. How about this? They hold up. They have one flag in each hand, and then they, they yes. like, dramatically just lift the oh. hand with the flag oh. of the person that they think won that. Oh, I I will say this: soccer oh. a little bit late to the game. Soccer is now into statistical analytics as much as any other sport. So you know exactly how many passes a guy made accurately during the course of a match, Top you know, speed. You, the speed, you know, the distribution percentage. For example, if if the U.S. Uh, had 61 percent of ball possession to Wales is 39 percent, you know that exactly. And then that I don't know exactly how that correlates to goals and who wins. But ball possession is incredibly important in soccer, as it is in a lot of sports. Mm. So how do you so feel Greg, about the idea? Yeah, what do you think? Of, because, like, think about it, Greg. You have to get impartial judges because celebrities. You know, Why, are, dude? What you're asking for is so much more controversial than draws. Why? Like, like, we're giving you instead of win losses, two results. We have three results. Draw right in the middle. It's okay. Uh, so fine. So fine. Make it go to the judges, and the winner gets a point. Right? You win by decision. Winner gets a point. Loser gets nothing. That's it. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I like it. Win by decision. Well, I only yeah. like it. Be, I only like hold his hand up. I only, <laughs> I only like that because I feel like the U.S. would have gotten that approval in that last game. Like if if it had gone the other way and England looked great and it was right. nil nil, I would not want your way. Like the only reason I want your way is because it would benefit mm. the USA.
No, you play 90 minutes of soccer or 105. I hate that. I hate that the refs are the only ones who know how much fucking time is left on the clock in the second half. It drives me bonkers. Okay. But you play 90 minutes of soccer. Okay. 100 minutes, whatever it is. Someone needs to get a point. I mean, and you dominate, Chris. You play 100 minutes. You have the ball for 70 of those 100 minutes. It's clear that you dominated the game. USA deserves a point there. You get a goal, though. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Turner, another I don't I, this could age poorly if they don't if he doesn't play well against Iran, but Matt Turner, good goalie for the US, but made some big saves in the in Yeah, he's games. been pretty good. I think yeah. the the best half of soccer I've seen the US play was in the first match against Wales. They were totally aggressive. Uh they were rewarded with a 1-0 lead and then they went into a shell in the second half. I thought I thought the coaching strategy in that first match not only didn't work, but was pretty suspect on the face of it. Yeah. They should have beaten Wales. I mean. Yeah. Yes, they should have. And you could argue they should have beaten uh, England as well, although that's a tougher sell. Hmm. Right. Uh, back to the judges for a second. Billy wants celebrity <laughs> judges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you have to. Like The Rock celebrity, would be one right. of the judges. Mm. Yeah, celebrity American down. judges. Yes. Right. The Rock, right. who's never seen a soccer match, he would be out there going, yeah. So, <laughs> okay, how about this? How about this? So people you... with potential clear biases. No, they, okay, I'm glad you asked that because here's the solution. Okay. <laughs> Five celebrity judges, two celebrities for each team's country, right? And then one celebrity that is not a resident of either country. Well, that's the way they do it for officials. Like an official can't be yeah. from Iran. Like maybe all five should be from different countries. Mm. Wouldn't you rather have somebody who doesn't know soccer? Because they could kind of look at it from afar and be like, listen, I don't know much no. about this. That's but what that I think. definitely too. looked like they were winning. That, exactly. I don't exactly want Stu right. Gotts deciding who was the better side. <laughs> Why I not? Well, he knows everything about rude. soccer. Because he's just like rooting for goals. He's not watching the beautiful game. Oh, please. He used to watch the Cosmos. He knows, he's watched more soccer than you've lived. I was watching <laughs> soccer before you were born, my friend. Mm -hmm. There you go. I mean, gee, what do you know about Giorgio Canaglia? Anything? Yeah, exactly. Spell it. Spell his Franz name. Franz Beckenbauer. Come on GC. now. Yeah. I mean, GC. GC. Billy, I'm just trying to think of the Iraqi celebrities that we would try out. There. That's not for us to figure out. I mean, they'll have the celebrities <laughs> that they'll bring out. What's Coach yeah, Patter up to, by the way? <laughs> not Iraqi. Regis Pitter Patter. I mm -hmm. don't even know if he's still with us, to be honest with you. Mm. Uh, at the time, which is in the late 70s, uh, he's middle age so he may well be um in that great pitch in heaven uh, i know yeah great pitch in heaven it's unfortunate That's right. <laughs> i'm checking out iraqi pitch. celebrities right now but they're playing iran <laughs> iranian not iraqi oh, iranian yeah that's right iraq yes yeah. yeah. oh they're playing iran <laughs> yeah. it's the game ever both are going to be tough to find, probably some like popular celebrities. I'm sure they have pop stars and such. No, there. They, they, like, they, that we've like that we've heard of. That we've heard of. A so. bit myopic of you, Chris, thinking only celebrities could only be American. I mean, what's happening? I was here? just trying to find that payoff of like a name that we would know. But Chris, I'm wondering, maybe you could look it up because I'm looking up Iranian uh, celebrities. Like if Cameroon played, what celebrities would they? Would they? Uh, or Ghana? Like who are they trying? Yeah, out? there you go. They're long Ghana. <laughs> I would like Cameroon to play macaroon. I think we should combine soccer teams and uh, and delectable mm. desserts <laughs> I into like a that. bracket. I, yeah, thank you, Dad. It was, you guys should have seen my dad. We were watching uh, the England game at a at a bar. You guys look like stars. And my dad trying to get a Let's Go States chant going. I did get one going. I mean, we had to, like, tell people to do it. Like, <laughs> well, you, the way you wanted it portrayed on the Internet was like, oh, wow, look, people are doing Let's Go States. And it was, of course. Know. Yeah, no, I portrayed it to make myself look good. Can you blame me? <laughs> What should we do, Greg, in preparation for tomorrow? Because I know this is like a thing that some people do. Like, what should the official cheers for tomorrow be so we can practice them now so that we're good yeah. for the game? Well, you know, everybody there is going to be chanting USA. Yeah. I think we ought to be the, you know, be zig when others are zagging mm -hmm. or vice versa and be the group that goes, let's go states. Mm -hmm. Just like that. Yeah. You got to elongate the go. Let's mm -hmm. go states. Yeah. So uh, Andre Agassi's dad, Mike Agassi, was a uh, he, he's Iranian. He was an Olympian boxer. Huh. How about that? Wow. Mike Agassi yeah. could be a good celebrity judge. 
Yeah. Who knew Agassi was an Iranian name? Mikey A. Get Andre to do the U.S. <laughs> Father and wow. son. Wow. I like it. That's and good. a level of drama to it. Oh, Mike, Mike Agassi died in 2021. Oh, that's problematic. Right, that'd, be, that'd be a tough get. Yeah. He's up in the, uh, with Coach Pitter Patter. Pitch in the sky, Greg. <laughs> That's right. He and Pitter Patter are arguing right now over who's going to win the game. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, you know, thinking people are alive who are dead, my dad has on the Greg Cody show this what? week his top 25 uh, songs of all time in which he forgot David Bowie was dead. Oh, mm. really? Yeah, he's only been dead seven years. You know, I'm catching up to current events. Give me a break. <laughs> My dad was talking about one of his songs. He's like, when you watch him play it live, he starts it different every time. And I was like, mm. Dad, I don't think he's uh, starting it different. Well, every he did. Okay. Yeah. You know, just change does to dad. did, and I'm fine. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Genius, David Bowie. Yes, he was. Shockingly, he did not have a uh, spoiler alert. He didn't may or may not have had a song in my top 25 all the time. I just well, said he did. Wow. He did. That's why we were talking about it. What song was it? I can't even remember. Oh, good. Oh, I do. I know now. We You're can right. be heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Heroes. Spoiler alert. Mm. <laughs> Make people funnel people of the podcast. Don't give them all the goods. <laughs> I so desperately want to know the top 25. <laughs> of course you do. It's taken. It's a, it's like a brush fire. That, Surprisingly, uh, only two Elton John songs in there. There Ooh, you go. Really? Greg, yeah. what did you make of Elton's last concert here in the U.S. last week? It's not his last concert. Never his last concert. In the U.S. it was. It was his it, well, well. He says, he says yeah. um, you know, it was a little bombastic. Did as, you stay as up you for expected. it, Dad? You, you, I remember it was like, it wasn't it airing? It was like at midnight. It was on the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. You, you stayed up for it, though, right? Or did you did you not make it? No, I, st I stayed up for it. And he had on three special guests, which sort of dilutes you know, the Elton John aspect of it when you have on, you know, uh, three guests to join you. But uh, I, I thought good it was work. good. It was emotional. You know, I've, I've seen them so often that I've seen the best and worst of them. And um, and that was such a theatrical production, his last Dodger Stadium concert, that um, it took away a little bit of the musicality of it, I thought. Mm. But, Did you uh, weep? No, I'm, I'm beyond that. I did. The last time I saw him live uh, locally, uh, I, I uh, cheered up on a couple of songs because of the moment, you know, because knowing yeah. that this is a, as, as many dozens of times as I've seen him over decades, this is the last time I'm ever going to see him live. And unless we travel somewhere to see him at a festival or something, because I Not think he is going to perform Not the, the occasional. He'll be What's back that? here. He'll be back here in a year and a what? half. He'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah. Dad, he's coming back. It's okay. odd that his last show at Dodger Stadium was treated differently than his last show at Sunrise, Florida. <laughs> Well, I think what Greg saw him. Greg saw him in a, like it was a very intimate setting, was it not? It was at Hard Rock, uh, which seats like I don't know eight thousand or so. And um, Live, Hard Rock is spending huge money to get a, a lot of big name stars there. Uh, that was not officially part of his farewell tour concert series. That's so what for I mean. That's what I mean. Like he's like he's got his farewell concert series, and then he's got his small venues. He's going to be back. He'll be back by the end yeah. of the year. Okay, you're and you're you're cynical. You're cynical. He's not he's not going to be done recording or performing. But this is I, I believe when he says this is his last mammoth world tour. Yeah. I'm Let's with Chris. I'll have a hundred city American United States tour announced in 30 days. Inside also, 30 El days. also, Elton John, at this point in your career, less recording, more touring. I mean, geez, yep. the comeback tour <laughs> after a year off the comeback Dad, tour. Admit it, Dad. <laughs> You're as big Elton John fan as there is. He hasn't made a good song in like 20 years. He had a number one hit a couple of months ago, didn't he? Yeah, that was du he Dua Lipa. With Dua Lipa. That was yeah. all Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa was there. You didn't like that, Greg? I did. I, I thought it was a nice, catchy tune. Less so the, the more recent duet with Britney Spears. I didn't yeah. like it much, but no. I thought Dua Lipa uh, was a good duet. Like very hot. You know what uh, Greg doesn't like? He doesn't like young singers getting fucking Elton John's way. He doesn't need yeah. anyone else up there with him. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. and, right. and the other thing, Christopher, you don't measure iconic, legendary artists by whether they've had a hit recently. Yeah, I, know, that's, I mean, I'm the Rolling Stones are still the but, Rolling Stones. But you just they said they he's still recording it. I'm just saying, if you're Elton John at this point, play the hits. Be, like you're an, you're an icon. No one wants to hear your new music. Wow. Okay, well, I, I do. Me too. Yeah, thank you. I'm kind of with Chris. I think, I, I think uh, you know, I've invented yellow several brick things road over the years. Saturday nights, all right for fighting. 
Is that the name of it? Whatever, mm. you know. Crocodile yeah. Rock. Play the hits. Okay. I go well, to Billy Joel or Elton John. I want to see the hits at this point. I don't need to see new music. Like get, get like if, Pearl Jam did that to me. They tried to yeah. try out a couple of new songs. Get the hell out of here. Give if me. If I hear flow. if I hear I mean, Billy Joel say this at any point during his concert, all right, I'm gonna play this off my new album. Yeah, beer time. I, I'm going to get a drink. Yeah, that's the bathroom <laughs> yeah. break. No, you're right. And and some artists some artists go overboard. Like Bob Dylan is notorious for that. I've seen Dylan in concert where. Um, he played one song, I, and I'm a Dylan fan. I have yeah. several of his albums. In an entire concert, he played one song I knew. It was Tangled Up in Blue. And other than that, he played, he intent. it was just, he intentionally That's a middle played finger the most obscure the fans. songs. That's a middle finger to the people at that concert. You could make that argument. I left pretty disappointed, I'll tell you that. Hmm. Well, but, I hit my under. What's <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Scores don't get lower than nil-nil, although in soccer, sometimes they threaten to. Should we uh, minus do predictions? Minus two. Should we do predictions yeah. for USA? Yeah, we should. I, I do. I want to ask Greg, though, quickly how he's been enjoying the World Cup experience. Like, are you watching all the games, just the United States games? What's going on? Like, Because Mike was making the claim there was too much sports over the weekend, but he takes soccer very seriously. For me, it's an ancillary thing in the background, and I'm really just focused on the U.S. team. So I was fine with how the weekend played out. How have you been uh, consuming this thing? Uh, I've been consuming mostly the, the U.S. I've been dialed into the American matches, but I watched France the other day. I'm a France fan. I watched some of the Netherlands uh, match a couple of days ago. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I, I, I am. I like seeing the different styles. Um, but uh, I, I definitely have a prediction on the U.S. game if you want me to start it off. Ooh. Uh, I do. Uh, France is advanced, right? Yeah. Yeah, France okay. is really good. They're, they're like Only a top five club. Only two teams have advanced so far, right? I'm not positive. I yeah, think it's I France and France, Germany, maybe. Yeah, no, no, not Germany. Germany lost no. their first game. It's someone okay. that went two and zero. Whoever went like their first two games. Brazil. I know Fr France is definitely one of them. Yes, and Brazil. Brazil's two and zero. I was looking up Elton John and his, I guess, his last music that he put out. Did you guys know he made a Christmas song with Ed Sheeran called "Merry Christmas" last year? I did, and it was a big hit in England. Yeah, it was number one. Was it good? It, it, yeah, I mean. It, you know, it was a novelty hit, um, mm. but it was very popular. It was the number one song in England during the holiday season. Greg, uh, I'm, interest also, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in getting your thoughts on this. Sorry to cut you off, because this is a, a debate that happened um, in my family over the Thanksgiving uh, and the Thanksgiving Day Parade in regards to Christmas. So uh, I heard that there's been a, a bit of a feud going on between Dolly Parton and Mariah Carey as to who is the queen of Christmas. And Dolly Parton claims that she is the queen of Christmas because she has lots of Christmas movies and Christmas music, whatever. And Mariah Carey obviously has her, her one Christmas song that reportedly gets her $2.5 million a year that's made over $70 million. So who would you regard as the, uh, the queen of Christmas? Wow. Um... I can't give you a king, right? It has to be a queen. Well, it could be a king as who well. Who would be the king? I'm interested. Yeah, who's the king of Christmas? I mean, uh, it's, it's, it could be it's, Santa Claus. I mean, it's yeah. uh, Der, Der Bringer with uh, White Christmas, Bing Crosby. Mm. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> Der Bringer. Mm. But uh, among those two, yeah. um, I don't particularly not a huge fan of either woman so i don't really oh have a fight mm. they can have like a ufc this has been a fight banner for minute for you by the way can yeah. we do who can we do men instead i don't like any of those broads i'm dreaming of a white christmas yes <laughs> thank you i go mariah carey i did too my mom was like you know what she shouldn't be fighting with dolly it's not nice like dolly's yes. upset that she says that she's the queen of christmas and then i said well mom Mariah is the queen of Christmas. Right. This isn't even a debate. What are we I doing? Kind of a, I kind of agree with your mom. I mean, Dolly's at the age where it's like, Mariah, mm. just let her be the, like, you know, like, let nah, her. Nah, it's Mariah's her. thing, though, you know? Yeah. Greg? It, it seems oh, very mariah right. It seems very Mariah-y to yeah. want that title. It yeah. really does. Yeah. Two gods? Yeah. Uh, those are the only two nominations on the board? Like, that's it? I can well, you can, nominate, you can nominate another one, I suppose. Uh, Queen of Christmas. Not Mrs. Claus. None of that silliness. <laughs> it's a serious well, question. Not? Well, because it's a serious question. This is God bless football. Well, that's. What about Erlene Cody? Because mm. no one makes, no one turns a house into a winter wonderland more than better than my mom. Really? It. The yeah, day after no, Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving, 
It's just like you snap your fingers, and my parents' house is a winter wonderland. So you th- let's let's go on. Can we go on a tour of the winter wonderland? We're a couple of days removed from Thanksgiving. Um, I'm not in a position to do that right now because oh. we're not fully uh, wonderlanded yet. Plus. Mm. We're in the throes of, of having Apparently, to... it's not like this. Then. Yeah, I was going to say, that kind of ruined your whole snap. Apparently, right once the kids moved out, I, I haven't. I, when I was there, it was always just the mm. day after Thanksgiving. Okay. Like, is mom getting a little lazy, dad? Oh. No, no. And, and you know, we're halfway there, but um, uh, Charlie, Jumpin' Charlie, uh, the world's largest puppy. Ooh, is he back? He has influenced our interior decorating. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Jump. He eats everything. <laughs> Jumping yeah, Charlie's much. back? Jumping Charlie is back. That's Jack. classic jumping Charlie waste. right there. It was a waste of three grand. My dad won't say it, but I'll say it for him. Okay, yeah. I wish you oh, the three grand. The dog is still it. a monster. They spent three grand, sent him away for a month, and he came back, and he is still a monster. Okay, <laughs> I'm not the, the the owner of the dog is not saying that you are. You could have had well, more fun. You could have had more fun if you brought three grand in the backyard and just urinated on it. Okay, mm. well, when it dries out, it's still good. It's still, yeah. Sensible. If it makes you feel That's better, true. I'm wasting a whole lot more on college. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't think. There you go. I don't think dog training school and college are equivalents. But yeah. Plus, Sugat, your daughters are not going to come home and uh, chew, start chewing all the furniture. Well, they did come <laughs> oh, home from know. from Thanksgiving. Did they chew on anything? You don't know that. Uh, <laughs> no, they didn't. Not, not that I'm aware of, Bill. They okay. didn't, they Wait. Didn't. So, what was jumping Charlie supposed to learn while he was away? JC. Um. The, the main thing he was supposed to learn, which he has learned to a large degree, is not to jump. Yeah. It's not to so now it's just Charlie with his love really? when they All walk right. in the. So they do this thing for four months where it's a lot of just like staying near the person. A lot of videos get sent to my mom of the dog walking right next to someone where my mom's thinking, oh, wow, this is this dog seems really well behaved. And then when you come pick up the dog, they hand you this clicker and they say, hey, we put something on his collar. If, if he doesn't listen, use this thing. And it's like, wow, you could have just given me this. And I could have saved the three grand, but it's like, it's just I, I can't disagree with that. Twenty nine ninety nine, right? Buy ten of them. So when he chews one, he's already chewed his zapper. By the way, that's they the kind come of dog back. Idea. They're like, all right, so we've had him for four weeks. He's gonna listen, but if he doesn't, buzz his buzz him with this. He right. hates it. <laughs> right. <laughs> the ultimate scam for rich people. And is jumping oh, yeah. Charlie responding well to that or? He is. Yeah, yeah, he ain't stupid. I mean, no, yeah. just like, you know, when just, when he, he just, does he something wrong and all of a sudden he gets a little jolt and it, it's, you know, look, animal rights activists are going to be hearing this and think it's cruel and unusual. It, it's an actual training method that's used. And it's a noise. It's not a jolt. You're making it sound way worse. It's like yeah. a really high pitched noise that he doesn't like. It's huh. a, uh, look, the, the trainer uh, let me feel it. He put the, the prongs on my arm. <laughs> Oh. And let me feel the various levels because the levels are anywhere from zero to ninety, and uh, even even at like twenty five, it's it's just the tiniest little tingle. You should bring uh, are, that in tomorrow to the studio. Yeah, <laughs> I should. What yeah. he does is uh, what that does is it distracts the dog. Mm, okay, the dog's starting sound. to jump, and all of a sudden he feels something on his neck, and it's like, whoa! What was I doing? Was I jumping? I forget. You know. Mm. Uh, Chris, are you sure on the start times for the games? Because it seems like Wales versus England is an hour before the United States game. No, and that's so, that's because it, like they Fox tries to coverage. get you to tune in for like it's like coverage starts at one. Both games kick right. off at two. Okay, yeah, they just said their coverage for that game starts at noon, and the USA game starts. Their coverage starts at one. I'm mm. that's all I'm saying. I'm looking at the World Cup schedule right now on my phone, and I see two p.m. for both games tomorrow, and ten a.m. for the group like the Qatar group and Ecuador. Their, their games both start at 10, and ours both start at 2, but I don't know. Okay. That's all I know is what that says. I see it here on ESPN also. Both of them at 2. Both of them at 2, okay. But it's yeah. like the, the U.S. is luckily in a spot where that game doesn't matter at all. Like, there are a lot of groups you're watching both games because I need this team to win, and then I got to lose. Like, the U.S. win, in. That's Winner take matter. all. Just focus yep. on winning. Yeah. Yep. Focus on winning. Uh, do we have a line for the game? Because this is the uh, – th- listen, we started God Bless Football for this game in particular. Football. Okay? It's a win-or-go-home game for the United States of America. Uh, Billy and I feel like the U.S. is not only going to win this game, but they're going to win the entire World Cup. Yeah. So, um, what I am wondering, Chris, do we have a spread? Yep. Not that it matters because I'm taking the United States anyway, but uh, let's get to the picks here because uh, – you know, people are uh, are waiting on them uh, because we're experts. And yeah, so clamoring for them. Feel. Right yes. now, the the betting favorite, I guess, is U.S. to win at mm-hmm. plus one hundred, draw plus two forty. 
I ran to win plus 300. Mm. So, you know, I think that, you know, the Joe public's going to probably tend to be on America. So I feel like their number's a little slanted at that. But mm. I don't know, so man. You're you supposed to plus win. 100? Yeah, plus 100 to win the game, which is pretty so good. So 100 wins me 200. Uh, well, no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you don't profit. Yeah. If I put. No, that would be plus 200. Hmm. <laughs> you bet whatever you bet that's what you win plus 100 means like so if i bet 100 dollars, i win 100 dollars. i okay, get so my 100 back that i'm risking like so that way it's technically 200 dollars. but okay got it hmm. profit 100 yeah it doesn't matter Listen, it's in the united states iran is gonna back the bus up they're really good u.s is gonna win by five that's just Boom. the way it's gonna happen there you go <laughs> that's the way it's gonna happen like yeah i had him by four bus. but that's, that's five good. mil Mm-hmm. Do we have like an over? Do we have a six total? one? Come on. Do we have. A, is there a total for the game? First half total and total for the game. Um, two and a half goals seems to be like about because there's a bunch of them. Obviously, DraftKings offers a ton of them, that, but the odds just change. But the one that seems to be the, the most normal odds is two and a half goals. Over is plus one thirty. Under minus one sixty. Okay. So. And then who do we feel like is going to score the the big goal or a couple of the goals? Do we have? Do we have? Well, you know, Pulisic hasn't got one yet. Um, I don't know which striker. The, the U.S. has, like, three strikers that they kind of, like, use a lot. So I don't know which striker is going to be up there. But, you know, I mean, Pulisic would be probably the betting favorite just because he's the biggest name. But I don't know, man. I'll take anyone. The, Who takes penalties for the U.S.? I'm not Pulisic, even Pulisic. 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 Okay. the odds on, on Pulisic scoring a goal? Let me see. It's plus 600. Yeah, Whoever takes penalties, the odds on them... Or greatly exaggerated. Well, actually, actually, Pulisic's a plus two fifty anytime score, plus six fifty first score, plus six fifty last score. Mm. Got it. He's the lowest one. Jordan Morris, I guess, is the same. That's what anytime. I'm looking for. I'm looking for a guy in the United States <laughs> who could not name Pulisic, who would be mm. a good value to score a goal. How about Alexi Lalas running onto the field in a three-piece suit and scoring a goal? Is that can you get odds on that or no? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm taking it. <laughs> Maybe Weston McKinney plus four hundred. Mm. Timothy Timothy Way scored the first goal, our only goal. All the odds about, are pretty similar. How about Timothy Bay? What are the odds on him scoring? The, the main three guys <laughs> that are that? The, the, the the three US guys with the least like with the best chance of scoring are their three strikers. The Haji Wright, Sergeant, and Ferrari. Imagine that. What's Sergeant at? Plus two hundred, like mm -hmm. less than Pulisic. It's a worse number. I can't goal. Yeah, I can't bet on Matt Turner to score a goal. No, mm. no, you can't. All right, I'm going to make a quick goal. prediction here, and oh. I'm going to be shockingly um, specific. Okay, so Greg's um, going to go first here with his predictions. United States, uh, Iran. It's the biggest soccer game uh, in the history of soccer. Okay, the U.S. is going to win two nil. Wow. Uh, their first goal is going to be on a penalty kick, after which Iran is going to be so desperate for a draw, they're going to ridiculously push forward, and the U.S. is going to score its second goal on a counterattack. Wow. Wow. I, wa I wanted to, you know, I was thinking 2-0-2 two two U.S., hmm. like before he said it, so I'm not going to change. I'm going to stick with my dad. I, I agree with him. I'm not going to go that detailed, but I agree. 2-0. Hmm. All right, so Greg and Chris both have uh, two nothing. Uh, Greg has a has a PK followed by a pressing Iranian team that gives up another goal because they're pressing. Hmm. Is the goal uh, late in the game? Like when they really start pressing? Like the second goal is late in the game? I, I think the the first goal is late in the first half, and the second goal is in the sixty minute range. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are you going to make a uh, bet or any prediction on uh, who will score? Uh, you know, a goal for the U.S. or two goals? Uh, I, I I would think very heavily that uh, Pulisic is going to score uh, the penalty kick. Um, okay, got it. And the second goal is just a crapshoot. I have no idea. It could be anyone, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris is two nothing as well. Billy, Mike where are you going? already Mike Yeh already said what six one. Yeah, uh, he left no room for me to go higher than him because yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, yes. bullshit what he did. Yeah. Especially because the bus is backed up Yeah, and parked. Yeah. So, Billy, keep in mind, like, Iran's coming into this uh, Iran's coming into this game thinking we just need a draw and we advance. Yeah. Okay? So, uh, do with that what you will. But I'm just, I, I uh, think the U.S. Mind. wins 3-1. to one. 
They give up a goal, huh? Yeah, I think Iran. I think Iran's gonna sneak one in there, and it's gonna be the taste of blood that they needed in their mouth to motivate them, and then oh, so boom, see, three goals. You, so you got them down, going going down one nil oh, in the wow. game. Wow. Yeah, I do. In a game that they don't need to win, I think it's gonna happen. Wow. Wow. Because okay. if they go up one nothing, they will literally park a fucking bus yeah. in that yeah. goal. Man. Yes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> With no tires. I mean. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna take the United States here. Uh, obviously. Uh, I'm going to go four to nothing. US. Wow. I'm going to go three nothing. US. No, no, no. Do four. All right, I'll do four. Yeah, four. Four is bolder. Yeah, four is good. Four to nothing. US. Uh, I'm going to have Pulisic with a goal and Chris. Name me those three strikers. Um, the one who played the first game, I'm scrolling back up, right? A sergeant played the first game and Haji Wright played the second. I don't know if he's going to, maybe he starts the third guy. I would think they looked, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if Haji Wright comes back in. Cause I think, even though I think my dad said they looked the best against Wales, I think they looked the best in the England match. So I think they stick with that lineup and go with Haji Wright, but I have no information there. Reyna is another guy. He, he hasn't started the first two games, but he's come off the bench, and he's a guy that we – he's like the next best thing that's like Pulisic. He can create his own What's goal. What's his value for a goal? Mm. He's plus 250, him and Pulisic. I wouldn't even be surprised if he starts too because they looked good when he came on. So what's Sargent, plus 250? Sargent is plus 200, and Wright's okay. plus 200, and Reyna and Pulisic are plus 250. All right. I'm going Wright with a goal, Pulisic with a goal, Reyna with a goal, and uh, Haji with a goal. Boom. How about that? How about that? Four like different it. goal scorers for the U.S. I mean, I think only, like, either Sergeant or Wright will play, so one of those is going to be wrong off rip. But you don't know which one, so you might as well just take them both. Right. Well, they can <laughs> you both might play, wait right? to, you, you should wait to place those bets until right before the game because they do release the lineups. All right, but we know Pulisic is starting and playing most yeah, of the Yeah, games, yeah, Pulisic's so I, definitely. I, I can safely but, take him, right? But between Wright and Sergeant, I might wait. All right, so I'll wait. But whoever, so whoever starts, Wright or Sergeant, I have them scoring a goal. Okay, okay. and I have Reyna scoring a goal. Cool. Yeah, that's even those he are hasn't started. Okay. Those are our guys. Those are the guys we need to. Right there. Right. The names I mean, we just said. Those are the names that can carry America into. The Let's next go. Year. Let's go. Let's uh, go. States. 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 Perfect timing. States. <laughs> God bless football. <laughs> Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot has changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. It was the original light beer, and to this day, it's still the best one. Miller Lite has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't. What I love to do, what me and my friends do, when we're sitting around, we like to enjoy it with ice-cold Miller Lights. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.